You are listening to WOWDLP Tacoma Park. This is Bienvenido al Tango. My name is Max Field. I'm Phil Jones. Joining us in the studio today, we have a very special guest. It's Jake Spatz coming back to play some great tunes. So let's get that tango rolling. <laughs> Thank you. 
And with that, we are here on this wintry mix of a day here. My name is Max, as we mentioned. This is Wowdy 94.3 FM here in Tacoma Park and around the world at Tacoma.org. Excuse me, TacomaRadio.org. <laughs> Uh, we are very excited here to have back in the studio with us Jake Spatz, who is a tango teacher, DJ, historian, and etc. Uh, etc. Et yes. Welcome, Jake. Thank you, Max. Thank you, Phil. Thank you guys for having me, and hello to all the listeners out there. Absolutely. And so, if you think you're hearing double, you, we heard two tunes just now, and they sounded really similar. It's because it was indeed the same tune. What was that tune, Jake? That was Derecho Viejo, one of the, the old tangos uh, written around the 1910s uh, by Eduardo Arolas. It's from the first kind of songbook of tango. Uh, these songs are sometimes nowadays called tangazos or like great tangos, the big tangos. Sure. Um, the ones that were played and, and arranged by a lot of different orchestras. And that's actually um, our kind of topic today, our theme that I'd like us to, uh, to explore uh, in today's program. So who did we hear arrange and play that? The first tune you heard that lead, led off the program was by Francisco Canaro with an orchestra in 1927, uh, and very much in the style that he played in at the time. Um, very playful, very kind of straightforward, though, in its rhythm. The second one was by the orchestra of Osvaldo Pugliese, very innovative um, uh, leader and arranger, and that was from 1945. It's actually the same exact song. Yeah, I loved hearing how they used a lot of the same violin sound effects and things, but at different times, and 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 all of the other different things that they changed, you know, between between the two orchestras. And I'm excited that we're going to get to explore that with a number of songs today. Exactly. So, where did you come up with this idea? Well, uh, many years ago, 2005, actually, I began translating tango lyrics, and uh, I would recite one in the intermission of a milonga every week, almost, uh, for about two years. And I ended up covering about 90 songs uh, or so, and I translated some more after that. But during that period, uh, people often heard in the milonga versions of a song that they didn't know, or sometimes a song they didn't know at all. And so people started asking me about different versions. And so I decided kind of for fun to make a little compilation that was, uh, you know, one version of a song by one orchestra and then the same song by a different orchestra. And then sticking with that, with that band playing a different song and then that same song again by yet another orchestra and kind of continuing that progression. Well, that thing ended up being about three CDs long and uh, I gave it to somebody who asked for it and it started to circulate and people asked me for more copies. Uh, so it, it kind of became a little a little thing among a small group of people. And it was a really interesting way for a lot of dancers and DJs and music lovers to really explore the music uh, by comparing, you know, versions of the same song. And sometimes they can be quite different. Sometimes they're more similar uh, than otherwise. But uh, I wanted to structure today's uh, program going through that kind of progression. Um, so we'll stick with with Osvaldo Pugliese for the next tango that we play, and then we'll go on to another orchestra and kind of continue that way as we go on with the show. All right. So what's next? Next is a very famous tango called Farol, which means street lamp uh, or lantern. Uh, and we're going to hear that by Osvaldo Pugliese. And then right after that, right on his heels, we'll hear another version by Aníbal Troilo. These versions are both recorded in 1943, and uh, while they have a similarity of melody, I think you'll see that the treatment is quite different. All right, let's hear them. <laughs> Thank you. 
arrabal con casas que reflejan su olor de lata. Un arrabal humano con leyendas que se cantan como tango y haya un reloj que le da las dos de la mañana. Un arrabal obrero una esquina de recuerdos y un farol, farol, las cosas que ahora se ven, farol, ya no es lo mismo que ser, la sombra, hoy se escapa tu mirada y me deja más triste a la mitad de mi corazón, la cigarrillo fue perdiendo el bucibrillo es una
Well, that was fun. There are a few surprises in here. I should have said that up front. But... I, should, I should tell the story. When the second, uh, the second version of Farol came on there, uh, Phil and I just looked at each other and burst out laughing. You know, it was so different and I think really spoke to, I think, the theme of what we're doing today, of our journey through these same tangos with different orchestras. And I don't know, you can elaborate on that if you like. I was but... feeling that if I, if I wanted to dance to one of them, it would be the Troiler version. Partly because they're just these little surprises that come out of it that, oh, I can, I can play here, I can play there. And then now we go back to the big, the big melody. There were so many colors and shapes. It was wonderful. Yeah, you know, uh, one of the reasons for doing this is really, I think for dancers at least, is sometimes you hear uh, a song that you've heard in the milongas, you've danced to for, I don't know, years and you just know it by heart. Maybe you don't know the, the orchestra or whatever, but you know the music, you know the sound. And then you hear another version, and it's like, what's that? <laughs> it's, it's really surprising. And sometimes when you hear these at a distance, you don't know it's the same song necessarily because they sound... Completely different. Yeah, yeah, utterly unlike one another. I had to listen for a while. But uh, they, are, they are actually the same tune, and the arrangement here you see is, the, is one of the big factors in what makes a tango sound the way it does. It's really, um, you know, the, the tunesmith who wrote the melody and the, and the words sometimes uh, did part of the the job but really the arranger in tango is the main creative force that uh decides the the real texture and the mood of the music above all and both of those were recorded in the same year right 1943 1943 uh that tango was actually written by a pair of brothers the the melody was written by virgilio exposito and the words were by homero exposito virgil and homer nice poetic <laughs> names right um and uh, the singers, actually, I didn't mention before, the, the first one was Roberto Chanel, who was singing with Pugliese, and then Francisco Fiorentino was singing with Troilo. Uh, and we're going to hear Troilo and Fiorentino again in the next tune, uh, and we'll stop after this first song, so I want to introduce the next one, because uh, it's kind of an interesting little twist there as well. Uh, so this is a very famous tango, Malena, by uh, the orchestra of Anibal Troilo with Francisco Fiorentino. Oh, 
la tiene pena de bandoneo. Malena canta el tango. Sorry. I love that tune. I love it too. There's actually um, this kind of an interesting thing about why there's multiple versions of a lot of these in the same year. This is actually 1942. The next one we hear is also 1942. And uh, the reason is that in Buenos Aires, in the, in the 40s especially, there were two record studios, like two record labels. They were kind of competing. And the songwriters were people that knew all the guys in the orchestras and sometimes their brothers would play in one band and their other brother would play in another one. And whenever somebody made a hit, the other studio had to make another recording of it because they had to compete, you know, for sales. It was kind of a little arms race with uh, with tango hits. So it's kind of interesting, but that's actually why. I mean, these, these sometimes when you have it in the same year, it really falls. Some of them are with RCA. Some of them are with Odeon, the other uh, record label. And uh, it's kind of an interesting way to track the history of the, the songwriting, especially in the 40s. So the next version of Malena that I'd like to play is actually the one that is recorded by uh, the the man who wrote it, uh, at least leading his orchestra, and that is Lucio de Mare. Um, and the lyrics are actually by Homero Manzi, another Homer, another poetic figure there, a very famous uh, lyricist, kind of the master of the tango portrait uh, in the song. So this is uh, Lucio de Mare with Juan Carlos Miranda singing, and this is the same tune, uh, actually, Malena, uh, recorded again, 1942, the year that it was written. El tango. We're here with Jake Spatz and uh, Bienvenido al Tango. You know, I started to sing the beginning of, of Melena Canta el Tango uh, in between the two versions we just heard. And uh, I was thinking more, the difference between those two is incredible, even in the same year. It, we were talking about, as we listened, the, the driving dance 
um, sort of rhythmic nature of the second one um, versus the very melodic sort of intimate kind of uh, feeling of the first one. And it threw me back to a music festival I was at um, where uh, another band that was there, their singer was, was they played this tune for the people who were running the festival, great, great, great tango musicians up in Stowe. And they started to talk, uh, suggest which word in the first line he should emphasize, Malena canta el tango. And he just exploded, the poor guy, um, <laughs> because he'd been to he'd played this for other great musicians. And each one of them had told him that each different word was the point of the song. It's Malena, this famous tango singer from back then. Is it Kanta, the fact that she sings? She sings the tango. Or is it the tango? We're all tango musicians. So I love I love that story now. I feel bad for the poor guy. And while you were telling it, I actually suggested it should be El Tango. Yes. <laughs> sing the tango, the real one. You know, humor is an important part of tango culture as well. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, those, were, those two songs were recorded the same year. The first one, very, I think, cinematic in a lot of ways, very atmospheric, and really builds up, and the texture really develops and goes in a lot of different directions. Uh, and the second one, a very driving, straightforward dance song almost that really has a lot more energy up front, lays down the law and sticks to it. Um, and I think that you'll hear similar comparison um, in the next tune that we listen to. Uh, we'll hear them, I think, back to back. Okay. Uh, this next one is actually written by the same two men. It's Lucio Damari wrote the tune and Omero Mansi wrote the lyrics. This is one that's a favorite uh, with a lot of dancers just because it's a very beautiful song. And uh, the tune is Mañana Zarpa Un Barco. It's a ship sails out tomorrow. And so we will hear uh, in 1942, actually same year. I don't have the date more than that uh, on hand, but uh, might, have been, fired, go away. might have been very close <laughs> in time in the same studio. Uh, so first we'll hear again Lucio de Mari leading his orchestra with the singer Juan Carlos Miranda. And after that, we will hear the great Carlos Di Sarli's orchestra with the singer Roberto Rufino. Here's first the de Mari. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Cantando sobre el mar El ruido de las olas Me miente su compás Bailemos este tango No quiero recordar Mañana cerca un barco Tal vez no vuelva más de ojos tristes nos vienen a esperar y el gusto de las copas parece siempre igual tan solo aquí en tu puerto se alegra el corazón riazuelo donde sangra la voz del bandoneón bailemos hasta el eco del último compás mañana se un barco tal vez no vuelva más que bien se baila sobre la tierra firme Mañana al alba tenemos que salvar La noche es larga, no quiero que se triste Muchacha, vamos, no sé por qué llorar Diré tu nombre cuando me encuentre lejos Tendré un recuerdo para contarle al mar La noche es larga, no quiero que se triste Muchacha, vamos, no sé por qué Support for Tacoma Radio comes from Things from Egypt and Beyond, handcrafted items from diverse international cultures, thingsfromegypt.com, and from the Backwall Gallery, paintings, photographs, drawings, and greeting cards by local and international artists, 7002 Carroll Avenue in Tacoma Park. And our primary funding for the station and the show comes from you, our our favorite, favorite, wonderful listeners. It was so smooth until you got to the letter F. <laughs> you never know what's going to come out. You got to be careful. But um, but really, you are. We all are in this together in this family. So please do check out uh, TacomaRadio.org. Easy to do if you're on the website. Hit the donate now button. You can also find our playlist listed uh, if you just uh, scroll over the program show listing. Each show is also archived there for two weeks on that site. So if you miss part of it and want to hear the rest of it, it's there. And we also put our shows up on podbean.com. Just search for Bienvenido al Tango. Also, search for Bienvenido al Tango, W-O-W-D, on Facebook and join our community there. We love to hear from you, hear why you tango, hear what you want to hear, what you want to tango to. And there you can find more information about shows past, present, and future. We are deeply grateful to Maestro Jake Spatz for coming into our studio and sharing his vast knowledge. Um, Jake, could you say a little bit about some of the other work that has led to this? Uh, well, like I mentioned, I started doing this, uh, putting songs together where, there, where it's the same tango in different arrangements when I was translating uh, lyrics. 
the last three tangos that we listened to, Farol, Malena, and Mañana's Barco, actually came out of that project. I translated those um, and recited them in a milonga uh, locally. And uh, some of those translations uh, were actually used in a book called In Stranger's Arms uh, by Beatriz Duhovne, which came out in uh, 2011. And it really documents some of the development in the lyrics, kind of the, the there's usually like kind of stock characters represented in tango lyrics uh, over time. And so one of the things the book gets into is talking about that and how that develops over the course of the, uh, you know, the development of tango as a songbook, if you consider it that way, uh, which many people have. Um, and where can we find that book? You can find that on Amazon. Um, I don't know if it's in, in any bookstores. I know it's in some college bookstores because it's used in uh, some college courses on uh, Latin American studies. But again, it's In Stranger's Arms is the title. Uh, you can find it on, on Amazon. It's by Beatriz Duhovne. It's a good read. My mom likes it. <laughs> so there's, there's all the endorsement I need. Um, <laughs> all right. So I thought that from here, we would actually get into some instrumentals where maybe we hear the differences in the arrangement um, a little bit more. Those last two, um, by again, by Lucio de Mare, who wrote the tune, and then by uh, Carlos de Sarli, um, there's really two, I think, different arrangements. One of them is much more moody um, than the other, although the song is very kind of sensitive, sentimental, uh, tango, a really kind of touching lyric uh, as well. Um, and uh, we'll continue with Carlos de Sarli. We're actually going to get into an instrumental recorded in 1945. You used to hear this song in the milongas a little bit more because as DJs, we had fewer options available uh, to choose from. And it was one of the, the mainstays in a lot of... Uh, tandas or sets of of uh, tangos and it's a great tune i actually love dancing to it you don't hear it as much nowadays but i think that dancers will recognize it i think it's fun to listen to just as music as well uh, and the song is actually written by roberto firpo one of the other uh, kind of key early songwriters and then also band leaders and and arrangers for tango uh, the song is vea vea and here it is by carlos de charlie 1945 <laughs> Thank you. 
Oh, that was a great juxtaposition of those two orchestras there, Desarli and, and Darienzo. I think both of their versions of those songs were very sort of iconic, the sound of that orchestra and the style of their arrangements came through so clearly and how they used violins and how their the lilt of the, the tempo went. Would you agree? I agree completely. I think that the Darienzo is really springy and uh, and much tighter. Of course, that's his style too. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was Juan Darienzo playing the second version of Vea Vea. Very cool. couple announcements. Work, just a four-letter word for some people. A life's calling for others. Here many dimensions of work discussed in poetry at the Workers Poetry Festival on Friday, November 16th. Check out www.dclabor.org for more information. And coming up next on this station, Hot Sauce Lounge with DJ Total subbing in. Check it out right after this. DJ Total is here in the studio waiting in the wings to bring you some good tunes. But we've got a few more songs to play. What's next, Jake? Well, next up we have, uh, again, Juan D'Arienzo's orchestra, this time 1937, a few years earlier than the last one we heard, playing uh, one of, the, again, the tangasos, the big tangos. This one uh, written by uh, Agustin Bardi, another one of the great early uh, songwriters for tango. This is the very famous Gajo Ciego. Show favorite. <laughs> Thank you. 
favorite favorite tunes gajo ciego there thank you so much jake for joining us uh today it is just wonderful to have your knowledge and your music library and conversation here in the, the time studio. is too short you have to come back please it's been a pleasure to uh to be on here we are going to leave you with i think three songs and um yeah what song are we about to to hear here well, you know, give me one moment. Here we go. My computer was stuck for a second. In the meantime, take good care of each other. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. All right. So, yeah. So what song are we going to listen to here, Jake? So this here is Toro Corazon, uh, actually written by Julio De Caro, who we'll hear next. Uh, but this is Francisco Canaro, same orchestra as the last number we heard, which was Gaggio Ciego. That one was 1927. This one's 1936. So you hear development in sound already uh, and then we're gonna hear two versions uh, by Julio De Caro the first one with his sextet in 1924 very seminal group for the development of tango's music we listened to them a bunch last week so that's great it's great stuff and uh, then we will hear Julio De Caro playing this same song again so it'll be the third one we hear but this time it will be with his orchestra in 1951 very big uh, grand version 25 years later we are spanning exactly. <laughs> quarter century yeah so i think that's the great way to go out to finish this show uh the same orchestra hearing the differences or the same artist at least the differences and, and, and the composer there. yes well thank you so much again jake for joining hey, us thank you guys for having me wonderful to be here and uh and thanks to all the listeners out there <laughs>